Welcome to the Collector Car Podcast, hey everyone. Today I am talking the history of Lamborghini's iconic bulls. So if you're like me, you think of Lamborghini, you think of bulls, but why? And are all Lamborghini models named after bulls? Well, I'll tell you right now, that is not true. That does not hold true. So we are going to learn, I think every single one with maybe a couple one-offs, where that name comes from and is it related to a bull? But before we get to that, I have a little bit of stuff I need to cover. First off, and I wish I had it here right with me, I just got some really cool business cards. So if you see me at a show, hit me up because they're really cool. They're actually little poker chips. So I'm gonna hold one up if you're listening. Check out my Instagram or, yeah, there we go. Uh, Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, and you'll see these, and it's got a little QR code on the back. So I'll have one for YouTube, one for Instagram, one for Facebook. This particular one is the Gulf Oil Porsche 917 number 21, which if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you will know that this was my original logo. So they're really cool. Uh, I hope to have a whole set, maybe eventually go to like six or so, each one a different cool car. So uh, I know a lot of you are big supporters of this podcast, and I want to put these in your hands when I see you in person. So stay tuned for that. Also, I am looking for a Lamborghini Miura. Speaking about Lamborghinis, if you know of someone who is looking for a Miura, this is not for me. This is for a client of mine that would like to do a private sale. If you are, know someone that has a Lamborghini Miura that's in absolutely fantastic shape with the original drivetrain, preferably original cover colors, does not have to be an SV, uh, please shoot me a note, Greg G. Stanley at rmstuthabees.com or Greg at the collectorcarpodcast.com. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Um, a lot of fun stuff happening in the auction world. Amelia's over. Uh, we've got Monterey coming up. I'm already seeing some incredible cars coming through for RM Sotheby's sale. If you have an incredible car and you would like to feature it at Monterey, please shoot me a note. And I'm also seeing a lot of stuff getting filled up already for Hershey. Now, that's not until October, and it is April right now. So uh, if there's something you're even thinking about putting in Hershey, do it sooner than later because there's only so many slots they do have available. All right. I actually thought about doing this podcast a while ago, and I just haven't had a chance to get around to it. And then what just happened a few days ago? Lamborghini just announced a new uh, model coming out. Now, this is a beautiful car. I'm absolutely in love with this car. Let me start with this image here. So one thing that's interesting about this car is how do you pronounce it? So it is spelled R-E-V-U-E-L-T-O. Now, I'm going to see if I can play sound from their actual website so you can see how they pronounce it, and as well as uh, the dictionary, uh, online dictionary. So here we go. This is how they pronounce it. Let's see if I can see the play button here. Here we go. So I heard Revuto. I hope that's what you heard. I am not very good at making, <laughs> pronouncing things as you've probably noticed. I do my best, but uh, I'm just, I didn't do well in Spanish for a reason. All right, here is how it sounds from the Spanish dictionary. Revuelto. 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 Now let's get a little more detailed here. Revuelto. Now, here is from, I got one more here. This is from Google. Revuelto. 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 So, 
you know, it's a mouthful, especially for uh, us Americans. Rewinto. I don't know. Anyways, so it's an adjective. What does it mean? Well, as far as I can tell, it had nothing to do with a bull. I did see one article said where it was named after a bull, but nothing I could find on Lamborghini's website actually stated that. Uh, it's an So the adjective for rewinto would be scrambled, turned, unruly, which that makes sense, fumbling, and higgly-piggly. I am not making this up. This is uh, part of Google search. So uh, one thing I noticed they did say in the video is the first time that thunder and lightning are finally together. So you're talking about the nationally aspirated V12, and then you're also talking about an electrical powertrain where you can charge it like an EV. So let's see, this is from their press release, Lamborghini's press release, in the Mark 60th anniversary year. Let's put something pretty on here for you. Let's see, there we go. Automobilia Lamborghini presents, Re, I already said, forgot how to say it, Rewinto, the first super sport V12 hybrid plug-in HPEV, high performance electrified vehicle, an output of 1,015 CV, which is, I think it's 1,022 horsepower. It's delivered from the combined power of an entirely new combustion engine together with three electric motors alongside a double clutch gearbox that makes its debut on a 12-cylinder Lamborghini for the first time. The powertrain includes the first eight-speed double clutch gearbox debuting on a 12-cylinder Lamborghini and three electric motors, which are powered by a lithium-ion high-specific power battery pack also supports a fully electric drive mode. The Rewinto, did I get that right? Offers a completely new human machine interface HMI system consisting of three displays, one about 12 inches, one eight inches, and one nine inches. Anyways, like I said, I cannot find any reference for it being related, named after a bull. Now, if you're looking to spell this out, just go Ray, like Ray from Star Wars, Win. When is she ever going to be on another Star Wars movie? And two, Rewinto is probably the American way to say it. Rewinto. Rewinto. I got to go back to this guy. All right, what'd they say? Rewinto. Rewinto. It's a tough one. I, I'm just telling you right now up front. All right, so let's start talking about Lamborghinis. All right, now this is from Car Magazine UK. And I am going to throw in some market trends here as far as what these cars are worth. I'm going to have the one-year trend, the three-year trend from a valuation standpoint, and what condition or what's the car worth in number one condition. Okay, here we go. Why Lamborghinis are named after bulls. It all started at a ranch in Seville, Ferriccio, uh, I think that's how you say it, Ferriccio, Lamborghinis visit to Don Eduardo Mura's cattle ranch, ding, 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 Mura, in Sevilla in 1962, clearly made a big impression on the company founder. So impressed was he by Mura's fighting bulls that he had decided to adopt a raging bull in Lamborghini's logo when he established the mark in 1963. Now, other than the brand new Lamborghini, which I don't think is named after a bull, actually the first two Lamborghinis were not named after bulls. Now this would be the 350 GT, which I'm showing online right now, if you're watching this on YouTube and the 400 GT. All right, the bovine fascination didn't stop there. After producing the plainly titled 350 GT and 400 GT, Lamborghini, who was a Taurus, by the way. Can you imagine that, a Lamborghini Taurus? That would be weird. 
turned once again to Don Eduardo's ranch for inspiration, and the bull naming sequence was started. So I'm showing online right now a 350 GT. You know, these are really beautiful cars, the 350 and the 400. I believe they've been somewhat overlooked for a long time. The front, the headlights are the problem, I guess, because they're either dual for, I think, the 400 and single, but they're oval. That kind of hurts the, the look of the car. So for the 350 GT, the one-year trend is flat. The three-year trend is up 1.3%, so they haven't done much in the marketplace in the last three years. Number one condition is actually $795,000. All right, let's look at the 400. So this is one. All these pictures are from previous or current Arms Sotheby's sales. So this next one here is a 1966 Lamborghini 400 GT2 Plus 2. Let's see. For the alloy coupe, the one-year trend is up 13.9%. The three-year trend is up 11.2. Again, number one condition, $795,000. So you've got a front-engine V12, manual transmission, rear-wheel drive, Italian, purebred sports car from the 60s. Uh, they are pretty cool. All right, now the first Lamborghini to actually be named after a bull would be the Mura. I take that back. In relation to the... <laughs> bull world uh, would be the Mura. So here we go. It's not a surprise that the Mura family were proud when they found out that Lamborghini had named a car after their line of bulls. So Mura was a family name and they had a line of bulls named after them. All right, I've got a beautiful yellow one here I'm highlighting online. The short name applied to the fiercest and most powerful bulls was just what Ferruccio needed to describe his engineer's groundbreaking creation. The mid-engine Mira redefined the concept of a sports car with its transverse-mounted V12, 170 mile per hour plus top speed, and a Ford GT40-influenced styling. The age of the supercar had arrived. All right, yes, they are absolutely stunning, absolutely beautiful. One of the coolest cars ever built. All right, one-year trends up 5.4%. Now get this, the three-year trend up 95%. So they have gone through the roof recently. Uh, number one condition, they are now worth $1.5 million. All right, we're about to go to some of the Lamborghinis you might not know as well, and I'm learning as we go. All right, the next two, the Lamborghini Islero from 1968 to 1969, and the Uraco from 1972 to 1979. So for the Islero, okay, here we go. Both the Yoraco and the Islero take their names from a bullfight during which the Yoraco bred Mura bull killed a famous matador in 1947. Fortunately, bulls only become famous if they get stabbed to death but survive or if they kill a matador. Those are basically the only two reasons they become famous. All right, so that was a bull, a Mura bull that was bred in Yoraco. Anyways, they nearly did the same to Lamborghini. The Islero was perhaps one of the less loved Lambos, and the Yoraco's lack of sales success brought the companies to it brought the company to its knees. All right, so I'm showing you the Islero S online right now. It's actually I, I think these all are pretty cool looking. All right, from LamboCars.com, Yoraco actually means little bull, a name given to a breed of smaller but very fierce bulls that showed. A black and white hide. Huh, they should have made all the Yorakos black and white. All right, so for the Islero, the one-year trend, plus 10.1%. Uh, 
uh, three-year trend, plus 14.3%. Number one conditions worth $328,000. Okay, now I have a Yuraco I'm showing now. Sleek two-door sports car with the engine in the rear. I did see one of these at the Sand Hills Motoring Festival a couple years ago. It was, I think, dark blue with tan interior. Uh, very cool. Very cool little car. Kind of a funky steering wheel there. So for the uh, Yuraco, all right, one-year trend up 22.2, three-year trend up 22.2. Number one condition, $96,500. So quite a bargain for a classic Lamborghini. Now there's reasons for that. Do a little bit more research and you'll find out if this car is for you or not. All right, the next one, I really like these. The Lamborghini Espada, built from 1968 to 1978. I like it because it's kind of ugly in a futuristic way. Uh, I've got, this is a four-seater. It's got an interesting rear end on I just think they're cool. All right, the Espada was born from Lamborghini's desire to introduce a luxurious four-seater in his lineup. All right, so Ferruccio was always more of a GT man at heart than a supercar fan. It means a matador sword in Spanish and is often referred to the bullfighter himself, a sharp model that turned into a bestseller of sorts with almost over 1,200, so between 1968 and 1978. Likewise, the four-door SOK concept of 2008 was named after the S-Toc. S-Toc? A sword traditionally used by matadors. All right, so the one-year trend for the Espada is up 5.5%. The three-year trend is actually up a surprising 54.8%. Number one condition uh, worth $192,000. If you haven't seen one of these before, go to Jay Leno's, uh, his garage series, and he covers his, which is pretty interesting. He goes into it quite a bit. And I know one of the challenges with any of these Lamborghinis is finding the right trim pieces, chrome pieces, interior pieces, and bits. So you really want to pay up, uh, like on one I'm showing pictures here, the interior looks stunning, uh, to make sure all of that has been sorted so you don't have to do it yourself. <laughs> all right, now the next is the Lamborghini Harma with a J. Some people say Jarma, but I, it's my, I'm led to believe it's Harma because it's Spanish. Uh, this was from 1970 to 1976. The Harma, the Islero's chubby successor, provoked a mixed reaction at launch, partly because the need to meet U.S. safety and emissions regulations had made it a heavier car than ideal. Similarly, the origins of its name have a confusing double meaning, intended to refer to a district in Spain that breeds fighting bulls, so it's not named after a bull, but a district in Spain. Jarma is, Harma is also the name of, a, of the racing circuit outside Madrid, that previously hosted the Spanish Grand Prix. Now, one-year trend up 10.9%, three-year trend up 20.8%. Number one condition, $122,000. So that might be the second to cheapest Lamborghini we have covered thus far. All right, the next one's obviously one of my favorites, but apparently it drives like a grain truck. I was once told that by an owner who said at the same time, he would never sell his. Uh, the Lamborghini Countach, 1974 to 1990. I've said this many times. I saw my first supercar in person in 1983. It was a Lamborghini Countach outside of the Racket Power uh, Club in Jacksonville, Florida, across the street from Skate Road 13, back when roller skating was a really big deal. All right, the Countach, perhaps the most celebrated Lamborghini name of all. Countach is a word from the local 
Pitamasi's dialect, which signifies an exclamation of amazement. Kuntash! The tale is that design legend Bertone uttered the word when he first caught sight of the Gandini design prototype and the name stuck. There is no direct translation. So when you see a Kuntash, you could let out an exclamation of amazement by just yelling, Kuntash! So that's pretty cool. All right, so again, not related to bulls. There was no bull running around named Kuntash. Okay. Let's see, for the one-year trend, I picked a 1987 quattro valve example up 46%. The three-year trend up 60%. Uh, number one condition, $752,000. These have not slowed down. And I think we have peaked. I think uh, overall values are declining slowly, but I don't see these slowing down much at all. All right, the next one is the Silhouette. They only built 52 of these. And th these, again, was not referenced to a bull. I actually found, uh oh, did I miss the Silhouette? There it is. I actually think the Silhouette is very beautiful. It's kind of like the um, Halpa, which I'll, Actually, I meant to talk about the Halpa first. All right, let me pop back to the Halpa. All right, let's see. The Halpa was 1981 to 1988. I've always thought these were beautiful. The picture I'm showing right now is a red with tan interior, uh, 85. And this one was at the Auburn Fall from a couple years ago, and I fell in love with this one in person. I just always thought it was such a beautiful car. The all-forgotten Halpa Junior supercar also took its name from a breed of fighting bulls called the Halpa Kandachia. Now, that, again, that's kind of like an H instead of a J pronunciation. Halpa, not Jalpa. The one-year trend's up 13.6%. The three-year trend's up 42.7%. And in number one condition, it's at $117,000. All right, now to the silhouette. Silhouette looks like a Halpa, but it's actually, I would say, it's even more attractive. They only built 52 of these, not referencing any type of bull. Looks like it's rear-engined. One-year trend is flat. Uh, let's see. The three-year trend is up 12.1%. And in number one condition, which surprised me a little bit because I only made 52 of them, $157,000. This one has the famous uh, phone dial wheels that you see on some of the Countach's. Very, very cool. I would love to have one of these cars. All right. Next, we're going to one of the most famous Lamborghinis of all time and one of my favorites as well going to the Diablo. Now these were built from 1990 to 2001. I think this is absolutely one of the most beautiful cars ever made. One of Lamborghini's most intimidating supercars, the Diablo had an 11 year production run, including six generations of revisions. It was named after one particularly infamous fighting bull. Now this other article I referenced from Lambo cars, taken from a particularly ferocious bull raised by the Duke of Veraguay in the 19th century, it fought an epic battle in Madrid on July 11th, 1869. This animal became legendary and it's well known today. All right, so beautiful car, one year trend up 39.9%, three year trend up 56%, number one condition $326,000. Uh, when I talk to Lamborghini owners that have a Countach and a Diablo, they say the Diablo is so much easier to drive, so much more enjoyable. So it's just night and day compared to the Countach, even though some of the underpinnings aren't all that different. Uh, it is uh, quite a difference. All right, 
Honorable mention, I have to mention the 1988 Lamborghini LM002. So this is the uh, sport ute that was based on a military vehicle. Again, not based on a bull. LM actually meant Lamborghini military. So it was like the military division. I won't go into it here, but these are absolutely stunning. Beautiful again. There's not a bad design element on the exterior, just also known as the Rambo Lambo. Uh, just very, very cool. All right, next is the Murcielago. So these were built, these were built from 2002 to 2010. Let's see, here we go. After surviving 28 sword strokes, the Navarro fighting bull Murcielago, the Spanish word for bat, was spared by the matador and later presented as a gift to Don Eduardo Mura's brother. The Lamborghini Murciago was similarly fearsome, nearly as wide as a bus, just as difficult to reverse and terrifyingly fast. A proper old school supercar for the new millennium. Now the one uh, I got the values for was a 2010 LP670-4SV. The one year trend up 84.9%, the three year trend up 86.7%. Number one condition, $965,000. They have really been going up, along with all the other analog manual supercars. Uh, honestly, the Lamborghinis have lagged behind, but they are definitely catching up. All right, next is the Lamborghini Gallardo. Not Gallardo. Uh, let's see, 2003 to 2013. The picture I have, uh, for some reason, was from the Monaco sale, and the RM staff is standing out there with the Pope. So uh, I'm not quite sure how that all transpired, but it's a cool picture. All right, so the bull saga continued. The Gallardo was the historic breed that created the Mura line of bulls during the 1840s. The V10 Gallardo is the best-selling Lambo ever by some margin. Interesting that the Gallardo led to the Mura. Lam okay, from Lambo cars, a breeding stock of a Gallardo bulls would later be acquired by Juan Mura, which will lead to the Mura breed of bulls. There you go. Let's see, for valuations, I chose a 2008 LP520-4. One year trend up 5%, three year trend flat. Number one condition, $168,000. Okay, the next one I'm going to talk about is the 2008 Lamborghini Murciago Reventon. Reventon, I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly. Uh, all right, so this is from Lambo Cars. This is the one that when it came out, it looked like a stealth fighter, basically. The Lamborghini Reventon was a limited edition version of the Murcielago LP640, built only 20 times in 2007, priced at 1 million euros. By the time the special matte metallic bull was unveiled, all 20 units were already sold out. The Reventon was a fighting bull owned by the Don, uh, Don Ruiz family. It included the list of the most famous bulls ever and, known, and is known for killing the famed bullfighter Felix Guzman in 1943. Again, either you, stab, either you survive a bunch of stabbings or you kill a bullfighter. That's how you become famous. All right, the one-year trend's up 23.3%. The three-year trend, again, up 23.3%. Value today, $1.85 million. All right, next, we are going to talk about the Aventador. Now, for the remaining ones here, because these cars are so new, uh, there's actually no market trends for them. So next, let's go to the Aventador. 
Uh, let's see, 2011 up. Uh, the latest line, latest in the line of V12 Lamborghinis, is named after a successful fighting bull from the early 1990s. The successor to the Murcielago, it's better in almost every way and lacks some of the older car scare factor. A good or bad thing, depending on your point of view. I think these are just stunningly gorgeous. Uh, I think Bruce Wayne drove one in Batman. Maybe that was an earlier version, but just wicked cool looking. The one I have uh, showing right now is kind of a dark blue color with, it's an SVJ, so it's got some of the cool extra bits on it. Okay, I don't know if I have any more pictures if you're joining me online, so I'm just going to flow through this one while I talk about the last few Lamborghinis. The next one is the Sport Ute, launched in 2012, the Urus, which you can still buy today. Let's see, the Urus is a giant ancestor of modern cattle, measuring an enormous 1.8 meters across the shoulders, a fitting name for a bulky, muscular SUV. Then in 2013, we had the one-off, let's see, Lamborghini Benino, the over-the-top pantomime on wheels, the Benino and its roadster were named after an appropriately fast and strong bull. Some might say it's an appropriately gruesome name choice too. The bull is infamous for killing a matador in 1914. All right, then in 2014, we had the Asterion, Heralding a potentially less aggressive design language for Lamborghinis in the future, the Asterion is a hybrid power concept car, and the name is hybrid related to, it relates to the Minotaur creature in Greek mythology, part man, part bull. And lastly, we have the Lamborghini Huracan 2014 on, just the Spanish word for hurricane, isn't it? Well, yes, but there are some bull references too. Lamborghini references one particular bull that fought in 1879, Incidentally, it's also the name of the Mayan god of windstorm and fire. Appropriately, Lamborghini had initially planned to call the Huracan the Cabrera, another Spanish fighting bull's name. All right, so there you have it. Now, if you're listening and you're a bull out there and you want to become famous, you need to uh, kill a matador or take a lot of shots, apparently. Um, so, you know, that's kind of gruesome in all respects. <laughs> but now you know, knowing's half the battle. I've always been curious. Hopefully you were as well. As always, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. And I will talk to all of you next week.